Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now. Welcome and thank you for joining me today on the Voice of Reason podcast. This is your host, Dr. Sonia Thompson. I hope you're having an incredible day and we're going to get started in this lesson. I want to dive right in and I don't want to prolong the lesson more than it needs to be. Holy Spirit, we come and sit at a table with you today and ask that you be the teacher. The Bible says you are the teacher of prophet. You show us things to come. You are the revealer of all truth and wisdom. So we sit in a posture to hear from you. Let the revelatory word that comes forth today enlighten our minds and our understanding today so that we can walk worthy of the calling that you've given us. We adore you. We honor you, God. Father, I pray that the teaching mantle on my life be activated and that grace be on my lips as this word goes forth. Let it come forth with clarity and purity in the mighty name of Jesus. We're going to be talking about the fear of the Lord. This is part two, the cleansing agent. I'm going to look at Proverbs 1, 7 to start. And if you've been with us for any time, you know I'm going to be reading from the King James Version. It says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. A lot of people don't like the word fools, but it's in your Bible. And it means in this case, a silly person despises wisdom. That word fear is the word in the Hebrew, yirah. It's similar to what we've already talked about in our first part, that there's a reason to fear, respect, reverence, awe, and watch this, even terror. But on a healthy level, again, I want to admonish you that you don't take this fear of God and try to frame it from a natural perspective. This is a pure fear. This is a holy fear. This is a healthy fear, even in terror. And God needs this foundation laid again in the body of Christ, the same way that I had been unfolding for many months last year on the subject of faith. This is a missing element, a missing foundation in the body of Christ. So I'm picking up the call in this assignment. So when it comes to fear, let me talk to you from a natural level for a moment. Kids naturally fear their father. I don't know what this is. There's an innate thing in children that when their father is around or their father speaks, the atmosphere is shifted and changed. They align themselves with that. I remember I'd be yelling at my son. I came to my senses real quick, though. I stopped doing it when he was little. I'd tell him something and he'd persist. And I said, you know what? I'm going to tell your dad. Oh, he'd pitch a fit, let me tell you, because he knew that his father was going to get on him. And I'm going to tell you why that was, why he responded that way. So he responded that way, not because my husband spanked him. My husband has never had to spank this young man. I was the spanker when his dad was away in the military and so forth. But when his father said something to him, it was done. It was over. It was finished. Never saw it again. He never has talked back to my husband. He has never spoke disrespectfully to him. Now, what he said internally, I don't know, but he had enough common sense to know that he was not going to in any way dishonor his father. He had a healthy and still has a very healthy fear of his father. And to this day, they have an amazing relationship. I love to just watch them talk, how they 
interact together. So his fear, that reverence, that awe, that terror, that respect involved some things that should mirror how we see our Heavenly Father and our interaction with Him and how we live our lives. He didn't want to disappoint his dad. He's still like that. He wants his father to be proud of him in what he does and how he accomplishes things. So that was part of it. He didn't want to disappoint his dad. He didn't want his dad to know this is how your son has been behaving. He knew that on that path of disobedience, correction lies there. And he didn't want to have to be corrected by his dad. The other thing was he reverenced his father. The words of his dad mattered to him then, what he said, and it matters to him right now. That is how he framed his father. And that's the way we ought to frame our heavenly father when it comes to fear. Those are some levels that should affect the way we live and the way we speak. Let me say this to help you for a moment. If your father didn't mirror that and wasn't a model where you had a healthy respect and fear of your father, then don't hold God to that if he didn't fit the bill. Don't frame God through that. He's a good father. You've heard me say that before. We're not going to bring him down on man's natural level. So let's get back to the text. The fear of the Lord, the Bible says in this Proverbs we just read, is the beginning of knowledge. I think that's pretty crystal clear and pretty to the point. It means that that word beginning means first in time, first in place, first in rank, first in order, the chief or principal thing. If you're a studier of scripture, that should ring a bell for you with a particular word, and it's the word first fruit. So he is saying that the fear of God is a first fruit for knowledge. And we find that just about first fruits in Romans eleven sixteen. For the first fruit is holy, the lump is holy, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. The first fruit does has a dramatic effect on everything that follows. So what God is saying, if you have the fear of the Lord in its proper place, it's going to have a dramatic effect on knowledge in your life. It is the beginning of real knowledge where God is concerned. It's a necessary ingredient that cannot be omitted. And if you'll allow this fear of the Lord to have its beginning or first place in your life, the whole lump, the whole lump in regards to knowledge is going to be pure and it's going to be holy. So the fear of the Lord is the first to affect the root that produces pure fruit in your lives. Let me say that again. The fear of the Lord is the first fruit to affect the root that produces pure fruit in your life. That's a a mouthful, isn't it? So that is what's going to happen when you put the first in its place. It's the beginning of knowledge, the fear of God. What kind of knowledge are we talking about? It means it's the beginning of having a proper perception and an understanding of real knowledge and real wisdom. The Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, I hear people quote this all the time, that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because you rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. That is a powerful scripture. I love that. He says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And that lack is not because it's not there. We got plenty of knowledge. It's just that 
many times it's two things. First of all, things are not being presented with the knowledge of God because the fear of the Lord is not there. It's not connected with the fear of God in regards to the value and weight of the word of God. And that's one reason there's a lack because it's not being taught properly. The second reason is that some people just, you can tell them the truth and they're not going to have it. The Bible said that's a fool because only a fool rejects pure knowledge. And when you reject knowledge, by the way, you're not rejecting the person, you are rejecting God. Because if you notice, he says, because you rejected knowledge, I'm going to reject you. In other words, you rejected me, now I'm going to have to reject you. A rejection of knowledge, watch this, is a very clear indication of the absence of the fear of the Lord. Why? Because I just said it. There's no value for the weight of the word of God. That's another aspect of fear, as I've already explained to you. So this is the foundation of knowledge, the fear of God. And you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot truly walk in the knowledge of God absent of the fear of the Lord. Psalm 19 and 9 says, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and they are righteous altogether. And this is where I'm pulling from that fear of the Lord. It's a cleansing agent. It's a cleansing agent for the knowledge that you have in place right now that is not pure. The fear of God, the weight of the word of God in this aspect as I'm teaching it is going to be a cleansing agent for whatever has been put in place that's not consistent with the word of the living God. We see clearly when the fear of the Lord, when the weight of his word in this case is in place. And what do I mean we see clearly? We're going to think clearly. When our foundation, or let me say now our root is in the fear of God, we're going to be able to have the proper knowledge that we need to have. So I know I'm approaching this fear of the Lord now from another level not just in fear in regards to a feeling, if you will, but a fear in regards to the weight of the word of God. The value of the word of God has to be put back in its place. It is a necessary piece when it comes to establishing the fear of God. This is one of the reasons why we have so much impurity in the body of Christ, because the foundation of the fear of God hasn't been laid and it's not being maintained. Everything right now you hear is focused on the love of God. That is true. That is a prevailing thing. It is true. God is love. But love without an anchor of a healthy fear of God can be dangerous. So I equate that again back to my son and his father. Oh, he loves his dad. But there's an anchor there too. There's a healthy anchor of fear that is connected with that love. And when we have that, it will keep you in your boundaries. It will keep you inbound so you're not stepping outside. Or if you do, quickly the anchor of the fear of the living God will pull you back in your place. And if that's not being taught, my friend, we don't have that to pull us back in. This is why I'm teaching what I'm teaching. And also in regards to this fear of the Lord, the cleansing side of it is because this is another reason why many persist in their sins, because there's no fear of God. There's no urgency being taught to exit sin because a lot of people don't teach this aspect because once again, it's being framed by fear in the natural sense of men. I've heard it. You don't need to fear God. Oh, yes, yes, beloved. You need to fear God. It is a cleansing agent. 
We need it back in the body of Christ. As I mentioned, that fear is connected to being in awe and in honor of what one has spoken. And this is another reason why people persist in their ignorance in an area because there's not a reverence for the judgments, the laws, and the statutes of God, or they just ignore it on every level. I promise you, I've seen this. It's very disheartening to me to tell somebody and show them crystal clear the word of God. It is so clear. And we run to the world like they've got knowledge that God doesn't have. His knowledge is pure. The world will take the knowledge of the gospel and they taint it with what they want to do. So they commingle self with this pure knowledge. And let me tell you something, that is not the fear of God. When we have healthy fear of God, we're not going to run to the world to bring us what God has already given us. He sets people in our lives to aid us as well. That'll help us to see clearly, but they do this through the value of the weight of God. People that carry a healthy fear for the word of God, they also can be a cleansing agent for you. Let me admonish you, beloved. If you have persisting circumstances in your life, there is a lack of the fear of God there. And I'm not saying you're not in awe of God and you don't respect him, but somewhere, somewhere, somehow his word is not carrying the weight and value it needs to have in that area. And that means that there's a lack of the fear of God. Would you allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you while you're reading in those areas? that have hung onto and clung onto your life? Would you value the people God has sent to bring to you the cleansing agent of the fear of God in his word with weight and value so that you can have the light of God come in and break you out of wherever you're into? So that's the word of the Lord for you. And I'm decreeing and declaring that this particular aspect of fear would impact your life in a dramatic and mighty way in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, my friends, I'm going to stop there till next time on The Voice of Reason. Thanks for tuning in to The Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. Please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with the Voice of Reason.